Recorded live. Hello, and welcome to Our World with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, with the bombing going on in New York today, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. It took a while to get to work, but uh, it's weird seeing 42nd Street kind of empty. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm glad that there wasn't a, uh, a catastrophe. Um, oh, yeah. It looked like his vest went off prematurely. Good. And I'm glad also that it seems like they always on off hours. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, if people have to, most people in the city, I think, has to be to work at 9. It ain't too many people. I mean, there's a lot of people that work from 8 to 4. But I think more people work from 8 to 9. Yeah. Uh, nine eleven, before nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, this is the second time, and not a lot of time, that somebody's done something. Uh, but yeah. you know how it is, man. NYC is always the target. Always. Yep. It's funny. I had a job. I think I talked about this before that I was applying to this job, and then I found out that they were moving the New World Trade Center building. I was like, mm, no, thank you. Hmm. Uh, I can I, dig that. I'm I'm not interested in working at, in that area. Yeah, I, I worked in that area for a long time. It's a it's a different environment. Matter of yeah. fact, when I when I came to New York last time, I was I had a choice of hotels. It was going to either be downtown Brooklyn or downtown Manhattan, and I actually picked uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Over the Wall Street area. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, especially now, now these at this time when you have to think about stuff like that, as far as like terrorist attacks. I was just watching Home Alone yesterday, where you you totally forget that there was a time you could just walk in the airport and go to your, assist someone to their gate without you having to have a ticket. Oh yeah, 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 and you could sit with them until it was time for them to boogie. Yep. Well, you know what? That's kind of the theme of our show today. Today we, we're dealing with the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is the ugly right here, man. Now, I did not watch it. I don't know if you watched it or not. Just hot or not, the finale of The Walking Dead. Mm, it was okay. So good okay. surprises in it, though, I would say that. Okay, that's not a glowing hot. I mean, it's the season. It's what you come to expect to the, from the season finales. Well, not the season, but the mid-season. Mid-season finale. Yeah, they want to. They want to get you worked up about episode, I guess, nine. Yeah, but to me, it sucks because I mean, it's not a spoiler alert. It doesn't come back until February. Okay, well, that's not tremendously long. At least not to June. Oh yeah, I remember they did that one year. <laughs> yeah. Now, I told you about this show, American Gods. Yeah. The American Gods is a really good. I just finished the i put it this way. It was so good. It's eight episodes. I started watching this Saturday. And instead of watching The Walking Dead, I watched American Gods. I had to finish <laughs> that season. I mean, it, it's a hell of a story. It's the wackiest story ever. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely got to check it out uh, off-season. Yeah, I definitely highly, highly, highly recommend American Gods to anybody. 
You know what? Now, last week I told you to go back. You could check out uh, Punisher. Don't waste your time. Okay, well, you know what? I didn't start that yet because I got caught up in this American Gods. Okay. So, But Punisher was on my list, but I, I didn't seem, I didn't really feel that oomphed about it. It's okay, but it's it's, it's too many slow episodes for me. Uh, one of my friends said they had the best ending in, for, a C, for a TV show for any of the Marvel movies, but to stick around for f- three or four real slow episodes is just too long for, t- yeah. for eight to ten episodes series. And we just did that with The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing I'm going to say about uh, American Gods, yep. there's eight episodes. Mm-hmm. There are no slow episodes. There are no downtimes. Yeah, that's what I was the like. This is this is a show about exactly what it says. It's about gods. Yep. Except for now, gods are, you know, walking around with me and you. So. They're definitely on my list to watch, but if anyone's listening, I would say December 29th, Black Mirror Season 4 begins. If you haven't seen that show, definitely check that out. Black Mirror? Black Mirror, yeah, it's a... Um, it's a UK-based show, so they're going to have UK accents. But it's a satire show. It is superb. I think out of, oh, okay. there's only like four episodes per season. Okay. It's like four to six episodes per season. It's a Netflix show. And none of the show, none, none of the episodes are the same. Every episode is a different cast and storyline. Oh, that sounds good. Well, I just noticed that uh, American Gods is a... Uh... Uh, stars, no, yes, yeah, stars, uh, series. Oh, stop, I just came to my two, stars yesterday. And two star series that I'm into actually have, uh, a lot of black people, which is a good thing. Oh, that's a good thing. Cause you, and, but here's the weird thing. The lead black guy on one show is named Ghost, and the lead black guy on the other show that I watch is named Shadow. You could actually put the names together, and you got Ghost Shadow. Oh, wow. Now, I have to ask you about this young lady. You ever heard of SZA? I've heard of her, but I haven't really listened to her work, but I heard that she's awesome as far as music-wise. Okay, well, I seen her on Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. and she falls into my category of bad I sat there and said, what the fuck is she even singing about? What is going on with her? This is the worst. I thought she was a comedy skit. (laughs) I said, nice looking young lady. She's got this like choir behind her. And she seemed to sing two songs about babble. Nonsense. I mean, now I'm not an R&B fan, but this was beyond horrible to me. I haven't I haven't listened to it. I know she's part of like the Kendrick Lamar T D E group. But I, from what I'm hearing, she got a lot of the Grammy nominations. And people tend to love her music. I, I just haven't listened to it yet. Well, you know what? But people like little Uzi, so I mean this generation, <laughs> man, I mean I don't I don't even know what to make. Now, I do wanna talk about Mr. Math Mathers. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I listen, I go and I listen, you, you, you tell me, go listen to, damn, I got it written down and I can't find it. What is the name of this? Untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah. 
Okay. Untouchable, real good song. It's not it's not the uh joiner song. No. Nothing's that joiner song. No, no, no. Okay. So I I'm I'm kinda into it. But as I'm watching as I'm watching it and I'm listening to the lyrics, so I listened to it several times to kinda get a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, Eminem is like He's like a, a, a Vietnam vet, uh, you know, a guy going before Vietnam. He burns his draft card. Em is burning his white guy card. Yeah, if you <laughs> – I spent the week going through, like, because whatever they post on, like, Facebook or something, you could see – read the comments. Yo, people are pissed, especially the Trump supporters. They are pissed. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know what? Eminem better not run a fucking red light because he can get two years. He's like, he's taking a side, and it ain't <laughs> their side. But now, I've never seen this before. Revival is the name of the album, the CD that's coming out, right? Yeah. It should be out this week. Yeah. He is catching flack out the yin-yang <laughs> over an unreleased CD. Now, I tend to agree to a degree with the complaint. Do you know what the complaint is? That there's no hip-hop artists on this album? Besides no, one? that there's, there's a million and one guests on the album. Oh, I, I heard that there was people was complaining that uh, there was too many R&B guests on the album. Yeah, now, I do kind of like a hip-hop artist or rapper to be able to release four or five songs that are just them. Okay, his first song that we got, Walk on Water, we already heard Beyonce. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is he going to sound like with Pink? Well, him and Pink, actually, Pink has a song out on her album with Eminem that I actually enjoy. Okay, then he's got Ed Sheeran. Yeah. That's that one. Maybe uh, I have to hear that one. Skyler. Skyler, he's always with, so I'm not. That one doesn't concern me. And then there's somebody else I don't even know. R K, B K or something revival of. I mean, I, I, you know what? I think some. This was some people's issue. Some people's issue was, okay, if you don't have that much to say, don't give us 19 tracks. Cut this shit down to 13 and get rid because I see there's two interludes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I'm like you, man. I really, I'm not too big on the skits. Don't talk to me about, don't talk to me about garbage, please. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with, uh, Ex-Ambassadors is a, is a, is a pop group. Okay. Well, see, I don't know anything about them. And... Well, uh, Alicia Keys, of course, we all know that. Oh, okay, that's another one that's going to be interesting. Hey, Black uh, Gladiator, I see that you joined us today. Oh yeah, hey, how you doing? How you okay, doing, but uh, Gladiator, we are going to st- kind of stick to uh, subject matters. If you have something to add, you're more than welcome. Okay. All right. Uh, but we yeah. do have uh. We do have some stuff that we we didn't get to last time because we spent a lot of time just kind of like grooving with you. Right. I remember that. That's right. But you know what? I I I don't know. 
I'm always excited for a brand new Eminem album. Yeah, I'll listen to it. I mean, like I said, I'm an fan, and according to this list, he might have 19 songs? It's 19 songs, including oh, the interludes. And, yeah. But I, I just don't know. Uh, I, I want to see if it needed to be condensed. Uh, I mean, you know, I was excited for five minutes last week when we had the Cam Mace. Then we had, uh, well, I didn't even listen to the Uncle Murder yet because I'm not really a big fan. Okay. But I will throw that in my, uh, that's on my waiting list of things to listen to. Have you have you ever heard of? Uh, I mean, I I know that there's good rappers out there, and you know, um, one of the good rappers that I do know is Jonah Lucas. Jonah Lucas, you ever heard of that? I'm not racist. He mentioned Eminem in the song as well. Oh uh, yes, Jonah. Oh yeah, we actually discussed that uh, the I'm not racist song. I think two or three episodes ago. Okay. Yes, him, and then it was remade by my uh, son. My son, yeah. Yeah, my son did it. Um, that's that's a very good song, uh, and that's why we were saying I didn't. Now, Net, do you agree that uh, M's uh, Untouchable isn't as good as Joiners? Oh yeah, I agree with that. I I definitely agree with that. I would say in the Untouchable song, he comes at it from instead of a white guy talking to a black guy about race. I think one of the verses it felt like he was. Actually, a police officer, a white police officer, talking to a black guy. Okay, he could have been. You know what? Without the visual, it's so much that you got to read into what he's getting at. Because I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of genius that he did something that nobody in 2017 would do. Yeah. Throw cheeks and chong inside a song. Yeah. Uh, the average 18. A 24-year-old don't even really know the fuck Cheech and Chong are. Right, right, but they study smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and these are the kings of smoke. Yep. Right. Matter of fact, Cheech and Chong made weed funny and popular in America when it was neither. And that 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 was uh for that movie Up in Smoke. Yeah. <clears throat> because uh. Cheech always wanted to be a rock star, and that's the 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 one of the hooks in the song. I'm a rock star, rock star. I mean, it's the world's worst song. The you world's the kid, worst song. You no, know, Eminem. They, all right, they they're not going back and do research on some of this stuff. Yeah, no. Why would they? You know, I mean, they only carry they? the internet in their pocket. Yeah, it's at the tip of their fingers all day, every day. Man, um, well, well, that stuff. Well, I can, I can, I can speak for that. That stuff, that that stuff is not having more promotion than than it should behind it. You know, that stuff. That's just like we we all know Martin, right? We all know Martin Lawrence, you know, and we all know uh, a couple of other shows, you know. But that stuff don't have that much promotion behind it. You don't see them trying to put that back out on TV anywhere. You don't even see them censoring anything anymore. You know, so it's it's kind of it's kind of kind of hard to say why kids are not not uh not listening to it. And I well, think you don't have to not. listen to it, but if someone referenced it, you could go back and just type it in Google. It takes you what five seconds? Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> it, that's 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 the disappearing uncle 
father, moms in their lives. Because your mother, your father, your uncle, and your aunt would come from a different generation. So they would have enjoyed people that came before you. And then they passed them on to you. Because, shit, I'm not old enough to remember Avin and Costello, but my parents watched Avin and Costello, so they told us about them. Yeah, same with so me. We I, wasn't, watched them. I wasn't born in the real, the real Richard Pryor era, but I went back and watched all of Richard Pryor's specials. Yeah, you well, passed. You pass them on from one generation to the next. Now, eventually, stuff dies. You know, I don't expect I don't expect a kid born in 1984 to be watching Laurel and Hardy. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit much. You don't want. Matter of fact, the average kid that's 15 years old don't want to see black and white at all, unless it's like a two-minute clip in some show. What was the name of that? What the, the what was the name of that black show? Oh shit, I can't remember the name of it. But I went back and watched it. Uh, people were up all the WACP was up all was about had Kingfish in it. Oh, you talking about? Um, oh my God, uh, I was getting ready to call him Beavis and Butthead, Amos and Andy. Amos and Andy. I didn't. Yeah, no I way did Amos my era, and, Andy. and I watched that show and I actually enjoyed it, which is which is kind of crazy. But Amos listen, and Andy. Yeah. Wow, hey, I, you know what? I never, I never, I never even thought of look at that show, but I heard it so many times. And you said it's like the Beavis and Butthead. Well, hey, just go to YouTube. Andy was funny. Yeah, just go to YouTube. You can watch a few episodes of Amos and Andy. One is a shyster kind. The other one's like a married guy with a home and a wife, and you know, they're this a comedy team. You wouldn't even think of it so much as racist because nobody's ever disrespecting them. Yeah. Even though they're from that time, it's not like they're getting disrespected, beaten, or told. They're not told you can or cannot do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, they do what they want. You know, did they come out, let me ask you this, did they come out in the 80s or 90s? No, it came out 50. No, man, we talking the 1950s. Yeah, 1951 oh, through 1953. We are talking about, they win. Bolo hats and, you know, suspenders, and this is a whole, I mean, one of the characters' name is Kingfish. Who, nobody's named Kingfish after, <laughs> like, 1950. <laughs> so this is a yeah. whole, whole different time. Yeah, you get a chance, uh, just go to YouTube and type in Amos and Andy, and you can get uh, the episodes on YouTube. Right, but make sure, Gladiator, that it's not the radio version because the radio version was white guys pretending to be black. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are black men who are black. There is a difference. Amos and Andy started out as white men. It was white men on the radio making fun of black people. Yeah. Because that was, that was acceptable in that day. Now, I've seen something that was crazy this week. And people will do anything for internet fame, internet likes. This young woman, this black lady, was at the the Florida serial killers uh, press conference. Did you see the video? The floor, oh, the, the the new serial killer guy. Yeah, and a lady was sitting up there doing sign language that was completely gibberish. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And they locked her ass up. <laughs> but Jenna, that, who, who fault is that? That's the police fault. Yeah, it's, it's the police fault. 
but it's also a person who has some serious psychological issues who was looking for some attention that day. And, I mean, they somebody should have known that she was full of shit when she was standing there just shaking her hands. What the fuck? I mean, what would you be actually saying when you're shaking both of your hands? What, it's cold in here? I don't know. <laughs> so, that you know, it was... It, 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 that, that's pretty bad. Now, yesterday I seen a video that went viral. And it kid Keaton Jones. Yeah, I saw that. Ugh. Keaton Jones is the little boy from Tennessee who started crying on the video because he was bullied. And it's like the whole world has reached out to this kid. And, you know, I feel horrible for what Keaton and anybody like Keaton has had to ever go through. But his his son is going to start shining now. Oh yeah, definitely. I but mean, when you about, start, what about what about? I don't mean to cut you off. I know that's rude, but I I gotta ask this: What about you know all the black people that's been bullied? You Listen, know, sometimes it takes a gladiator. It forget black and white. Bullying, I don't give a damn if you as dark as the darkest African, as pale as the whitest Norwegian. Bullying is wrong, especially when you bully those who can't defend themselves. This kid had, uh, he has physical issues. Yeah, you can see it. Was pouring milk on. See, all right, this this certain things I always say growing up. Maybe I'm not understanding where I'm coming from, though. Let me Let me explain. Listen, all these, they get, all these, all these, all these people who have kids, right? They have kids, and they teach their kids. Listen, it's bad to be a bully, but then they go around and they work in the government, and they're police officers and lawyers and stuff like that, and they bully their own people. It just doesn't make some sense to me sometimes. But yeah, but you, we're talking about a child. Okay. And a child. Yeah, he's like a child I think he was who like can't. Yeah, he can't defend himself. He physically can. It looks like he might have had a traumatic brain injury because he has a scar down the side of his head. And usually you only have scars like that when somebody opens your brain up. Yeah. And basically the, 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 the gist of the story is this. You're a coward when you pick on someone who can't even defend themselves. It has to, there has to be a spark. I don't give a damn if the kid was Jewish, Asian, Hispanic. If something sparks the debate, the argument that this has to end, I don't want this shit happening in Compton. I don't want it happening in Harlem. I don't want it happening in Bed-Stuy. I don't want it happening in West Maryland. I don't want it happening in Beverly Hills. It's hard enough to be a child. We don't know what's going on in these children's homes. Then you go to school and you get it like piled on you. Kids are killing themselves. Now, yeah, like, like, let's, let's, ask let's ask this question. What makes a kid want to bully another kid? Inside them, something's empty. It comes okay. from internal. It's internal pain that you exhibit it outwards towards others. That's all. Because yeah. a bully's not bully's not automatically a robber. You could bully somebody and never take their lunch. That means you feel something empty. You need something to be fulfilled in you, and the only way that you do it is by intimidating somebody else, 
weakening you. Mm-hmm. Because it's no... It, you know what? When I was growing up, I loved to fight. But I liked to fight. There's a difference between liking to fight and just smacking somebody that you know you can beat. There's no challenge there. So that didn't that wouldn't that wouldn't help me. You know? Okay, so so what about the kids before they go to school, right? They get brought up by their mothers and their fathers or whoever raised them in the household. And when they get brought up, you know, the parent really doesn't usually watch them. They put them in front of a TV. I'm just saying the experience I've been through. You know, the the majority of the parents I've seen, they usually put them in front of a TV and tell them to watch TV, you know, while they go and do their thing. So my thing, okay. is, my thing is, is it is it really... Is it really the kids picking up and learning on their own with how to bully, or are they watching TV and the the media is teaching these young kids, listen, this is what bullying is, and you know what I'm saying? Because you gotta you gotta ask yourself, you know these these, these cartoons and everything that these kids watch, you know they got certain things in there that that shouldn't be um in the content <laughs> of the children, you know? Yeah, but I think the cartoons when we was growing up was way worse. Than with yeah, the kids that watch it now. I mean, I watch every week where the coyote got a damn anvil dropped on his head every week. Or blown up by acne. Yeah. Listen, Gladiator, have you ever wanted to go to school and for no reason take a hammer the size of your block and bashing a baby's head? Because no. that's what happens on cartoons. And, and, and Nick can speak of this. He has a young child. I am sure your seed knows right from wrong. Definitely, it comes from the household. Yeah, but you want to know something? I'm going to tell you something does not have to be taught. Kids know right from wrong on their own because if you've ever seen a little child, say a three- or four-year-old, they do two, two things when they did something wrong. Either they try to hide, they try to cry and hug, or they have a shameful face. And that's just internal. It's something that we have as humans. Unless you have an issue, we know. It's one of the first things we learn right from wrong. We really do know when we're doing wrong. There's a look that you could put on when you know to your 100, especially little kids. Yeah, that's um, why I don't trust when people who always be like, oh, it's the, uh, my son was playing the video game and he didn't went out and shot all these people. Uh, no. Now, I won't, I won't argue with you on this, Gladiator, but I'll tell you this. Blame always goes, we have to, that's why we don't grow. And I'm not talking about black people, I'm talking about people in general. We don't grow because we're so quick to point the finger at something else with no internal looking. You, you can't grow as a person until you take faults. And, and take losses and say, the reason I lost was me. I mean, we can be taught bad stuff, but to accept it is on us. Let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say this, right? And um, I'm not going off topic at all, but you do see um, you, you, everyone has a left hand and the right hand, Right? 
So that means everyone is aware of polarity. But when I say polarity, I'm not talking about the balance of things. I'm talking about things being in harmony with one another. So these kids, they grow up, you know, they're harmonizing with one another because they don't see black and white. You know, they don't see, well, he's Asian and I'm black. You know, they see a kid, you know. And I do know that as far as kids, acceptance is the most powerful thing they have. You know, because if you're not accepted anywhere as a kid, you know, you start to cry or you start to feel bad about yourself because, you know, you're not accepted in, you know, and that's the most thing a kid wants to be in this world is accepted and love. So my thing saying that is these kids today, are they, are they, when you look at the household, I mean, I'm agreeing with you totally, but I'm just saying when you look at a household, the household doesn't usually have harmony there, you know, so that that causes some friction. Okay, but you want not to get along. Let's look at this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm asking you, Net. I'm asking you, Gladiator. Think about growing up. After a certain after a certain minute of your life, your buddies had just as much influence on your day to day than your mother and your father. And you loved and respected your mother and father, hopefully. But your friends had so they have an influence. So our peers influence us. Foolish shit, good stuff. If you got good friends, but there's a lot of people that's. I mean, think about that, Ned. Your your friends had no influence on you at all. Oh yeah, of course they did. But I, some of them I knew I wasn't going to be following them around. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say that they, you know, some of them you knew were going to prison. Yeah, yeah. You, you knew that. <laughs> you, you know, you, you knew some of them were going to become drug addicts. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't give a fuck who was offering me. Crap just didn't seem like a large decision in my <laughs> eye. You get it? I knew I didn't want to go to the pen. I didn't want to go to Rackers Island. I did not want to smoke crack. Yeah. And I had buddies who did both repeatedly. Hey, where's such and such at? He's back on the island. I love him to death, but damn, he's never going to get his shit together, is he? You know, and he's proud that he smoked crack. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I grew up with those guys. You can call me a punk or whatever you want. I was not going to the island. Right. See, oh, my bad. I apologize. No, no, no. Go ahead. See what you got to say. You see all these people out here, right? And when you see them, you know what I'm saying, you see them on their everyday going-to-work thing, right? But there's a thing called paradigm, meaning the hours of days you spent in a day. And in this paradigm, most people work so much that they don't take enough hours out of the day for them. They end up putting the hours in to something that wasn't designed for them, such as a job or a career, you know. So these people don't really have enough time to raise kids. And on top of that, we look at we look at statistics or uh not not even statistics. Let's just say we look at uh, uh the children we have, right? And we see that, you know, they go through problems and that's a child's gonna get into stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all have any children or not, but if you know about a child, you know what I'm saying you do know that they get into stuff. They got to learn what's high from cold, what's right from wrong, you know? So even though they've been initially born with it, 
they still got to figure it out on their own. They got to go through that experience of knowing. So my thing of saying that is most of these kids out here nowadays, they 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 go they go through the experience of trying to figure out things. You know, like you got kids now that's 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 teenagers. You know, I'm talking about teenagers now. Teenagers that's lesbians and and and, and things like that. And that's that's really going to jail, and they'll be there for life. You know, I was uh, I know I had a I had a buddy of mine that I grew up with. The buddy of mine that I grew up with, he uh, he ended up killing someone, so he got life in jail still to this day. And you know, I gotta say, you know, I don't know if this is, I don't I don't know if it's bad parenting or or or, or the the media or. I just think that far as far as us coming us being a people, you know, we're we're not united as far as securing our youth, which is our future, you know. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you something now. This is Doc speaking and I'm gonna tell you a hundred percent this is my truth. If I get into anything and I mean anything, good, bad or indifferent, I'm blaming one person. I'm blaming Doc. I'm not blaming any outside forces. I ain't blaming the devil. I'm not blaming no gods. I'm not blaming my environment. I take responsibility. I'm an adult. Now, an eight-year-old, I'll give an eight-year-old a break. He's influenced to do stupid stuff because he's his he feels acceptance. You, you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you double thumbs up on that. Acceptance to a child means the world. Acceptance right. at forty. If you're still looking for acceptance at forty, you are be. You are so lost that you can't be found. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> right on. I mean, you can't be found. You, 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 you've clocked out already. I mean, there comes a time where. We stop living for the approval of others. Other than a, a parent should never stop looking for the approval of maybe their children. A husband should never stop looking for approval of their wife. I understand that. But after a while, you're not even looking for approval from mommy and daddy no more when you are mommy or daddy. Yep. You cut that out. You're like, Ma, get the hell out of here. That's your shit, not mine. You know, it's my household. This is how we run things here. I love you, but... This is not your household. Right, right. I've grown up to become the king you wanted me to be. Now trust me to do the right thing. Yep. You know? Right. But I was I was just going to say that, you know, you got kids out here that has the mentality, and grown folks as well, that has the mentality of, being, you know, bullying people, starting wars and everything like that. And they do it all in the name of God, too. You got some people that do stuff in the name of God and start stuff as well. You know, I don't. Well, that's been since the beginning of time. Right, but um, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this: the people that harmonize with one another, the people like us on this show that doesn't see color or division. You know, we're. I think we're gonna be the ones that last. I do think the people that start wars and and bully people. I think those people are gonna meet their match. Far as finding, as far as karma is concerned, meeting the the same person or someone like them that does the same thing. And basically, they're going to destroy each other off. You know, I used to see now, that. Now, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I do see division. 
I don't cause division. I, I'm a realist. I live in this world. And in this world, especially America 2017, we are divided. There's one side of the street. There's another side of the street. I'm on one side of the street. Matter of fact, I don't even know if either one of you guys heard this. This is lunacy. This fucking Roy Moore in Alabama, he's running for office, right? Yep, right. Do you know that Trump's people decided to send a 12-year-old girl to interview him? I mean, that's how far, see, that's how far on the other side of the street I am. They can stay on that side of the street because here's a guy who's been accused of being a pedophile, and you sent a child to interview them. What is that about? Yeah, that, that fucking idiot. I mean, and then we come to find out today, in the free world, the free developed world, Alabama is the poorest state in the free world. This is America. The, the poorest developed state in the world. That means there are places that in developed Africa that are richer than Alabama. That's crazy. That's crazy, though. Oh, yes. But this is the same state that right now is the biggest state in the news because they got a lunatic who likes little girls running for office and we have a president of the United States who's backing him and asking for people to be fired for disapproving of him. I am happy to say that the, the Alabama's head senator came out and said he don't think people should vote for him. And you know what? He shouldn't even be on he shouldn't be on the ballot no more than that rock that you kicked earlier this morning. Yeah. I mean we 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 live in a we live in a bad time. We live in a time where there's never. You know what? I thought about this. Roy Moore came up last week with his when America was great, and he happened to come up when it was during the time of slavery. If you ask a black person like me, when was America great? It has never been great for me or my kind, ever. Nope. It's been worse. I grant you that. But has it ever been great? No. You can't speak to me about great when my grandmother I know couldn't vote. That's what I try to tell people when they be like, oh, y'all always want to bring up slavery or the civil rights movement. I'm like, there's living people in my family that couldn't even fucking vote. So until... You have that same situation. Don't talk to me about bringing something up. Nick had to go through the back door to get a meal. What are you? Shit, it's worse. Could you know everybody goes to the bus? See, because they they for some reason or another they think that black people could stomach the bus thing. But what about you couldn't stay in a fucking hotel? Think about it. People that we know, famous people we know, say Nat King Cole, Sammy Davis Jr. Can't stay in certain hotels. Yep. They they make more money than everybody in the fucking hotel. They can't stay. And if they do stay in the hotel, they got to go through the alley in the back to go upstairs. You know what? I, I went to see uh, Chris Rock this weekend, and he mentioned something. You about did go. Said, yeah, I did go. 
But uh, I was I was getting rid of tickets that somebody else had. But yeah, I went to see Chris Rock, and he was like, instead of people saying, "Hey, black people can't go to this hotel or that hotel," they just do it with prices now. <laughs> so you better have some. Well, that is true. You better have some dough if you're staying yeah, up said, or some good plastic. The, at, at, if you want to stay at a hotel that's charging eight thousand dollars a night, not to say that might be a sign to say. We don't want certain people there. Yeah, you better be a pro athlete, a attorney, a doctor. Well, that's called electronic racism. <laughs> I know about that. That's called electronic racism, and it's called the red credit line. And they run your credit, and if it's in the red, meaning if it's a low credit score or anything like that, then you won't be able to purchase or even deal with them in business. You know. So yeah, but you know what? That stuff out. You, you have to. That's something that has to be worked on. You, you have to work on. You know what? You have to make sure that you, your credit is in order. It's a good thing to have. Matter of fact, excuse me, guys. I don't, I don't use plastic a lot because I still love cash. But one thing I do know is that a lot of things that I like to do, I must have good credit. Because in order to book an airline ticket, I don't go to – who the fuck actually drives to the airport and buys a ticket? <laughs> when was the last time you did that? I, I never I've never done, done it. You've done that? No, I've never no, done I that. I haven't done that. I haven't done that at all. I book all my hotels online. That means they want a credit card up front. None of that pay me when you get here shit. Yeah. So – it, it, it's very important to me, and I've known a lot of people, man, over the years who went from horrible. I mean, I had a friend of mine, I think, he couldn't get his driver's license because he owed so much fucking money. They kind of, like, took his driver's license. Maybe he owed back child support or something like that. I don't know. But they restricted him from getting his driver's license until he paid all his money that he owed. But it allowed this one guy to actually get his finances in order. He, he he tied up his fucking belt tight around his waist, stopped blaming everybody for him being broke, started saving money. Now the fucking dude's driving. He got credit. He can do what he wants again in life. Yep. I'm pretty proud of him. I mean, not that he... I mean, it's not like he gets four gold stars because he should have had that shit in order anyway. But at least now he does. Yeah, what I'm saying, everyone has to evolve every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we did a show, we talked about this before. You know, people got to get off the fucking block. You got to get out the hood. You know, vacation is not going to see grandma in North Carolina. That really isn't vacation. I mean, you know, that's you went away for the weekend. Yeah, you're not going to evolve as a person until you can get out of your... Environment. Your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, matter of fact, you know what? When you when you're that old man, and see movies and TV, love focuses on this, but it's a good thing that they focus on. They show you these old people, gray haired, now they fat, and they sit there with their, and they reminisce. But people who reminisce mean that they have memories. Yeah. If you got no memories, if say, say you're seventy years old, and you hung out on a corner. You started hanging out in the corner when you was 20. And you hung out on that corner till you were 63. 
you really got no memories. All you got is stories of the guys. Yeah. You know, you got, okay, you remember that one time we went to City Island? <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't be the highlight of your whole fucking youth. <laughs> or uh, what's the name of that place in Maryland with the with the ocean ocean uh, city? Ocean city. Ocean, oh yeah, you remember that one time we that one time in 1942 we went to Ocean City. It's 2017. You still talking about 1942? <laughs> Come on, man. Make memories. Matter of fact, this time of year, this is this is what they're gonna pound in our brains. So I just want to ask you again. I'm gonna go back to that because we kind of skated over that. So how was Mr. Rock? Oh, Mr. Rock was awesome, man. Uh, then then Mr. Beat. Been out the game for a while, but he's back and he has a. Uh, it seems like he still goes to smaller comedy clubs to work on new material because it was up to date of uh, about stuff that was going on now. Okay, now is this something that he said is going to eventually be released to the masses? Yeah, well, I'm not sure about the Brooklyn show, but uh, yeah, he signed a, a deal with Netflix. Okay, I, I'm, I'm always excited. I mean, I'm excited about there's certain comedians that do it for me. Um, matter of fact, uh, uh, Chappelle is one. Oh, I yeah. still don't. I might be the last person on earth, and I admit it. I don't get hard. I don't get hard. Oh, hard! I thought you don't I get. I don't hard. get them. <laughs> Kevin Hart irks. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart irks me. Everything about Kevin Hart irks me. I don't like his comedies. I don't like his movies. I stay away from Kevin Hart. I mean, you know another one, uh, that Epps guy. Uh, I just yeah. don't find him funny. Yeah, I don't find him funny. I don't oh, find wow. him funny at all. You don't find Kevin Hart funny. No, no, no. Kevin Hart is the least funniest person on on the planet. (laughs) The least funniest person on the planet. Have you ever seen the movie called Get Hard? I wouldn't watch that. Okay, okay. I see why. But, you know, that's where he get his comedy. That's where he get, that's where there's, people that's, I say people that's Kevin Hart fans are actually true Kevin Hart fans because. Yeah, but if Kevin Hart, if Kevin Hart, Farts. It's it's the funniest shit ever, and it's not. It really isn't. You know, it really. You gotta do something. I was. A matter of fact, I posted this on my Facebook this morning. It ain't heavy, but it's the truth. People don't give people their just due. They don't give them their their just rewards. If you treat it well, treat somebody back well. If people treat you bad. You don't have to treat them well. Then there's certain people who don't have to work hard no more. I think Kevin Hart stopped working hard about five movies ago. It's just like The Rock don't work hard in movies no more. You know, shit, at one time, Jay-Z got very lazy on his albums. It, you know what? Sometimes even if you're a fan of somebody, you could tell them, come on, man, that was whack. But see, some people, you know, like Beyonce fans will never tell her anything she does is whack. And Kevin Hart fans won't either. You know, uh, matter of fact, Kevin Hart fucks up one of my shows every day. I watched I watched this show called First Take with Stephen A. and Max. And there's a clip that comes on him every day. 
I'm Mr. Long Face, Short Face. And I go, damn, I got to see this fucking idiot again. Even though it's like 10 seconds. I'm, you know what? That's how much Kevin Hart irks me. I don't want to see his face. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Kevin Hart. Get out of my mind right now. <laughs> That's how I feel about Amy Schumer. Yeah, well, see, I'm not going to see Amy Schumer. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, there's certain people on the planet. You can give me free tickets. You could pay for the four drink minimum. Front row. You could buy me the suit to wear and rent me the car, and I'd be like, I am not going. Just because people right now is like, she's the it girl. I'm like, she's not funny. Like, you know what? I never found I never found uh, George Lopez funny. Oh, I like George Lopez. I know, I know, I know. Matter of fact, I never found D.L. Hughley funny. Yeah, I could give a... I'm not really a Hughley fan. I mean, he says some things that I might laugh at, but it's more Jones in the audience than jokes. He, his more political jokes has gotten better, but... I've never really been a DL Steve Harvey Cedric type fan. I've been a Bernie Mac fan, but not a Well, I, I think I think I think there's certain universal truths. If you don't like Bernie Mac, I gotta find out where you're from mentally. Yeah, you, you know, don't like Bernie, Bernie Mac, Mac is a different thing. You don't like comedy if you don't like Bernie Mac. That's what I'm saying. Bernie Mac is a di- like it's it's like somebody saying that in the height of his career that Eddie Murphy wasn't the funny. Wasn't funny. I'm thinking something's wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, something's funny. Wrong. There's certain people, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Bernie Mac, they like universal. If you say you don't like their comedy, then this, it might be something wrong with you. Right. I mean, you know, like, shit, George Collin. George oh, yeah. Collin was, was George great. Collin. Yep. But then there's other people, like, you know, everybody's not going to like, like a carrot top. Somebody who comes out there with a bag full of, uh... Tricks. Bullshit, yeah. you know, you know, uh, it's been a hard day, and then he, he picks up, like, a, a rock and a, and a date, <laughs> you know, a hard day. No, see, stuff like that is not for everybody. Everything's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've seen somebody, because I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'm going to talk about something really good right now. If you guys are boxing fans... Vlasi Lomachenko fought this weekend. Yep. Freebie. Yep. This man is net. What he does in that ring is incredible. I mean, I've seen a lot of fighters. I had 83 fights myself. But I have never seen anybody who is such a hybrid. He's like four boxers in one. Yep. Did you see him? Yeah, I saw the, I saw the, uh, I didn't watch the whole fight, but I saw the uh, clips of it. Listen, he tr- he threw a triple uppercut in, like, the fourth round, and I had to rewind it. I was like, who the fuck throws a triple uppercut? His, his style is not original. I mean, it's original because he's four guys in one. I see Bernard Hopkins when I see him fight. I see a little Ali when I see him fight. I see Sugar Ray Leonard when I see him fight. He's like all those guys, and you ball them up into one person. And think about it. He's only had 10 or 11 professional fights. Yeah, but 400 amateur fights. Yeah, I amateur mean, this, fights, this, yeah. this guy is a – he does something that's so beautiful. And I, 
any fighter could learn to do this, and they automatically have a certain degree of success. When, when you're fighting somebody, you want to keep your front foot in between their two feet so that they can't step to you. He never misses a beat. No matter where you go, if you just look at a Lomachenko, just put him on Google, YouTube, and just look at his feet. Forget his hands. Look at his feet. His front foot is always, no matter where you move, in between. So if you step, the, the first thing you're going to do is go front toe to front toe. My boxing coach used to always say that, and it's not an easy thing to learn. Front toe to front toe, you take that person's balance, and you take their power away from them. And he's doing and, something right now that you're not um, a lot of. You don't see a lot of boxers. He fought three times this year because it's it's so easy for him. It's it's it's, it's nobody's making him work. I don't know. You know what? I challenge Crawford maybe, but I don't know what their size difference is. Yeah, I'll have to see that on paper. I, you know what? I'm gonna have to look at them both and see their size difference. But the magic of what he does. Matter of fact, Ned, if you don't believe me, I, you were taking boxing lessons, right? Yeah. Ask your, ask your boxing coach how important it is to get that front foot in between that other person's or in between their front foot. If you don't believe me, he, I think that person can confirm it because that takes away everything. Then you put that your front shoulder to their face, what are they going to do with their hands? Yeah. I noticed they said by the fourth round, he got punched three times. That is 12 minutes. He got punched three times. <laughs> now, if that's, not, if that's not masterful, I don't know what else is. It looks like Maryland broke out on us when we started talking boxing. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we get out of here, man, I wanted to just shout out that homeless vet, man. He's another oh, yeah. one of the good. I mean, you know, he gave his last 20 bucks. And you see how sometimes things in life work out for you? He gave up his last money to help a woman. Now he's got, oh, damn, that $400,000 go fund me. Yep. And that was nice of him, man. Not too many people go tell a woman not to stay in your car because it's a sketchy neighborhood. I'll go get your gas. Yeah, but you know what? He had already, he was a real vet. I mean, yeah, he's a yeah. real, he, he was a real vet. And life kicked his ass, but you know what? His angel came and said, I'm not going to let you know, but this is your way out. Yeah. This is your lottery ticket. Just hope he don't you know, fuck it up. No, I mean, I, I'm hoping he's not a drug addict or anything like that. Yeah. And it was just down on his luck. Now, you know, GoFundMe is great in that manner. But then when you got the ass clowns who try to do it to Charles Manson, go fund me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not with, I'm not with that. Uh, you want to do a proper uh, funeral. You know what? A proper funeral would be 9 million people pissing on his grave. Yeah. There should have been he a gas wick, chamber. He did wicked on this earth. Yeah. You know, you do wicked on this earth. You, proper funeral. He's dead. <laughs> Fuck he know about a proper funeral. And 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 Time Magazine thumbs up for getting it right. Uh yeah, yeah. getting thumbs up for getting ninety eight percent right. Yeah, well you know what? You I just know what they, they had do. to add Taylor Swift on that cover. Listen, 
Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, and I love her to death. Uh, uh, Judd, Ashley Judd. Yeah. They put them front and center. Yeah. Uh, we all know Rose McGowan deserved to be on the. Nobody's been more outspoken than Rose McGowan. Yep. And and you know what? I think Taylor Swift. I mean, I'm not trying to make light of anything. I think what the guy felt the ass or something or yeah. was in a okay. You know, some of these women were raped. Yep. You know, forced to, you know, forced to do blowjobs and all this, that, and the other. Uh, so hers doesn't compare. Not that any woman should be, you know, made to feel uncomfortable at all. But Taylor Swift sells magazines. Time Magazine said we also want to sell the fucking issue. And that's what that was about. Well, since we talk about the good, bad, and ugly, we have to mention that concussion. Uh, savage yesterday. Uh, listen, the NFL net has got a huge problem. What happened to Tom's, is it Tom Savage? I believe it is. Yeah. When he got sacked in the end zone and his hands started doing the puppet hands, yeah. that shit was kind of scary. Now, it just lets you know how crazy football players are. The fucking guy came back into the game and then he starts spitting blood. Yeah. But, I mean, but who thought of that? They said the doctor said you go back in. Then when they looked at him again, they said he has to come out. But how his hand was shaking. So how could you say he could go back in the game? You, you know what tell the ref- his body and his brain was not matching at that point. Yeah. You know what? Do you? I think that referees, you know how referees can kick you out of games? Yeah. Referees have to be like uh, MMA and, and boxing judges. When they see that something is out, they need to be able to kick you out of the game instantly. Yep. And I have a major problem with this. That blue top that these guys go under for uh, concussion protocol, they stay under there less time than it takes to review a touchdown. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, because when he came back, second snap. Yeah, do you see the week before Russell Wilson when they flipped the they flipped the blue thing over him? Yeah, and the second they flipped it right back, and Russell's <laughs> walking. I'm like, that's somebody's brain, brain. Yeah, I mean, with you, you're right. Your hands are never supposed to twitch like that, unless you're an actor doing a scene. He looked like one of the boxes that got knocked out. Yeah, yeah, his hands was twitching. And I mean, like I was like, "Oh my God, this this that's savage." Well, no, I guess it's just a, a pun on words, but <laughs> it was savage. Matter of fact, the NFL was was great yesterday. It was some yeah. damn good games, some man. Some great games yesterday, man. Messed up my uh, my pick'em league, but I'm 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 still doing well in fantasy. So let's hold it on for all the great games. Yeah, and the UFC had a card this weekend. Which was really who gives a fuck who cared card. <laughs> I mean, when when Doc does not watch a UFC, and this was a freebie, I taped both of them on FX1, and without watching, I deleted. I said, I am not investing five hours on a card full of people I do not know. I knew Cub Swanson, and he wound up getting choked out. But I was like, you know what, I could watch that on... Uh, like uh, YouTube, UFC YouTube, and see the choke out, and I wasn't even impressed. I was like, "This is this is this is the worst." And before we get out of here, man, way to go! Also good, 
New York Yankees got Giancarlo Stanton. Yes, everybody say G the first job made a mistake. But you know what? Jeter's the most hated man in Miami. <laughs> but Jeter wanted to make that payroll nothing, and he did it. Did it, yeah. But uh, you know what? The Bronx is going to be excited. Those papers, I would love to see the back. I should have looked for the back cover of the Daily News or the Post the day after this, or today or tomorrow when it becomes official. Yeah. But between him and Judge, they are going to strike out like seven million times. You need other before we go. What did you think about uh, GSP dropping his title? Well, GSP is sick, and he has respect for the sports. He's one of the few ones who have enough respect to say, "I can't defend it. Let somebody else get it." I, so I applaud him. All right. Uh, Bixman didn't do it. A well, bunch Bix- of Connors. But I'm saying. Doesn't Connor still officially or unofficially have one of the titles? Yeah, that he hasn't so. defended in damn near two years. Yeah, so they just made someone else a uh, interim champion or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but interim for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> See, so GSP said, "You know what? I got this colitis. It's fucking me up, man. There's nothing I could do about it." Uh, Dana. Let somebody else wear the belt. You know, these he realized these guys work hard their whole lives for this opportunity too. So you you have to you have to applaud them, you know? Right. Yep. Hey man. Well it looks like we basically tackled everything we wanted to tackle. Black Gladiator, man. Thanks for joining in. Net man, take us on out of here, brother. As always, folks, it's been another good show. We're going to be preempted on Friday, so next episode will be Monday the 18th. If you want to join the show, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at NetboyDoc. Yeah, at NetboyDoc. Um, If you want us to talk about it or discuss a topic, you can email us at NetboyDoc at gmail.com. But please make sure you sign up to that YouTube channel. It's at NetboyDoc as well. We need those likes. uh, subscribers, uh, comment, share, do everything. We need you to go to the YouTube page. Yes, yes. Listen, New York, be safe, people. Keep your eyes open. Be aware of your surroundings. This is not snitching. If you see something suspicious, tell somebody or get the hell out of there. And I'm talking to you too, Nat. Yes, sir. Okay, man, be safe. Have a great time, and I will. we will be back shortly. This is Doc on behalf of Netboy Doc in our world, and I'm just going to say peace.